Hi everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast and this is episode 23. I am talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in pop culture in and around Thailand. I am here with one of the only, with the, with the one and only producer of the Jade Marissa podcast, that is Mr. Joel Titus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up everybody? <laughs> this is Mr. Joel Titus. I've been behind the scene for, I'm an episode now. This is our 23rd episode. Yeah, I've been, yeah. Finally, you guys can see me. So I so we are both uh, the poster students from Bangkok University back in the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we'll uh, probably give you a little image of that. And now we're both cu- currently studying our master's degrees. So yes. and the education field. So that's um, why. Welcome to the masterhood. <laughs> welcome to the. We are the masters. Okay, we're going to tell you how it is. So um, this conversation will be about the wonderful world of education and our experiences. Um, for your information, I'm not prepared for this. I just prepared like five minutes ago. So, <laughs> all right, let's we're get started. Preparing all of our life. Yeah. Okay. So, Joel, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're born and raised, and where you were educated when you were younger. Oh, uh, my name is Joel. That is how everybody calls me. My name is Joel Olushegun Titus. Um, from Nigeria originally. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't have. I don't talk so much about myself. So well, then I forgot everything about myself. So I'm currently doing my second master's in Thailand. So I had my first master from uh, ABAC, where you're currently studying your master now. Let's go back. No, let's go like when you were younger. Where did you when start? I was younger, yeah. right? Um, like, um, you, so you were studying in, in Nigeria when you were younger. Yes, was, yes. was it in England, English language? Yes, yes. Um, actually, uh, of, uh, Nigeria official language is English. Oh. But I was taught I, I was taught how to speak English in my local language. So I had to relearn how to speak English. How to um then I can actually write and read, but I couldn't speak. But because in, I studied in a uh, in a village, very small village, where the English teacher is from my village. So they actually um, uh, taught me how to speak English with my local language. So it's kind of difficult for me growing up to speak English because after class, I come back home, everybody speaks uh, our local dialect. So it's a little bit difficult. So I had to learn how to speak English like normal person. Oh, okay. so. so your school was supposed to be in English, but your, your teacher is a local. So obviously they were explaining things in your local yes, language. Yes, yes, Makes sense. Was it private or government school? Government school was subsidized free education, paid very less because it's a village. Uh, oh, so you still had to pay, even though... It's oh, yeah, pay. it's a little bit not paying, like, uh, we have to pay probably for exams, um, for oh. test books and other things. But we don't have um, well-structured tuition fee that you have to pay every year. Okay, and it was Western curriculum? Um, I can say, yes, it was, but a little bit way too outdated. It was really outdated because I remember learning physics in a very old physics textbook. And what? Like at, at what age? Uh, when I was in... Uh, okay, so the education system in Nigeria is quite different. We have primary uh, before the introduction of nursery, right? It was just primary. And before you could be able to attend primary school, that means you they have to test you. You don't get to that age until your hand can... When you cross your hand over your head, can, cross your, can touch your second ear. Yes, if you can do that, that means you're not ready to study to go to school. What? 
So the process is quite different. Right? So um, where was I? So you have to the put your hand over yep. your head so, your so we have a uh, secondary school, we have primary school before. So they recently, how, at least where I grew up, so they re- recently introduced nursery. So we I started from primary, then secondary, then, yeah. Primary, we call, we have primary, you have to be from primary one to primary six. So which is more of like, uh, that's same is as, it high school? That's the same as England. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the British, the British, cool, yeah, the British way, system is, right. yeah. So, so nursery, primary, secondary. So I started from primary. So from primary, primary one to primary six. Then I graduated to the secondary level, which mm-hmm. I started from uh, XS1, senior secondary, or oh, G, oh, GSS1, or junior secondary school. Right then, you have to write an exam when you in GSS three to move to the senior secondary. What's GSS? Junior secondary. Junior secondary. So XS is senior secondary. Okay. So when you get to SS ah. uh, GSS GSS three, you have to write an entrance exam to move to SS one, which is like senior secondary one. Then SS three is the final stage. So that means when you graduate from SS three, you're already out of uh, oh wow! So it's got uh, all different levels yeah, to get through yeah. to get to the so next So then you have level. to prepare to write uh, your secondary school exam, which is like either WIAC or NECO or GCE. GCE is more of like private. WIAC is from the government, and you have to pass though at least out of nine subjects, you have to pass at least seven. So, so like, I mean, in in England, the British the British way is GCSE. Oh yeah. So maybe so, it's like that. Yeah, we have like the YEC is the standard one. West Africa, West Africa, wherever, wherever. I don't know. I forgot. Mm-hmm. So that is the YEC. So uh, Nigeria have to write the same exam. Ghana have to write the same uh, exam. So the GCE is the standard one. Uh, no, the YEC is the standard one. Then GCE was later introduced by Nigerian government as a substitute, mm-hmm. just in case. You didn't pass your WIAC and you still want to follow that, you can still write, have the choice to write the GCE or NECO. Yeah, then you can write GCE is an external body, so you can just add write the GCE, but you still can use the same result to further your education. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, with English system, like you said, so primary, then when I went to secondary school, it was lower. Secondary and upper secondary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like GSS and I don't, th- I don't think every school is like that, though. I think that maybe mine was just like, the buildings were separate. Maybe that's Oh, why. yeah, yeah. Because I remember like uh, when I was in GSS, I get punished a lot by the SS student. So if you bullied. do... Yeah, you can call it bullying. Punished? Yeah, in, back in our days, punished, not bullied. Really? Nobody get bullied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you finished high school all every year, every year that you, you showed, every grade you finished it, right? Oh, yeah, I finished everything, but the, um, in my case, it was a little bit, um, I don't know how to put it, because uh, the village I grew up, there was a war at the time. Oh. So two tribes was, were fighting, my tribes and other tribes was fighting. So our school was stopped for two years, so I couldn't study and I couldn't leave the village to go to town to continue wow. my education. So I stopped for two years. So I don't have to repeat because I was in my SS then. I was my, probably my SS, SS2, SS1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those SS though. So I, then after the war stopped, I moved to the town. Then I continued from where I stopped. So I, that means I already had 
two years wasted. Yeah. So then I continued from where I stopped. Then I didn't further do education. I just stopped for where I started and go straight to write my YEC and GCE and everything. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, at let, least I, reco- back. I recovered back one year. There was a war? like a so. It was a fight, yeah. And it was so bad that they have to close the schools. Yeah, there. for two years. That's a lot. Um, did you know? Did you witness any conflict or? Come on, man! I was in front of the war. You saw a lot. Yeah, I saw everything. It was uh, John and Elijah war. Oh damn! Yeah, fighting because uh, my in my place we occupied most of the oil producing um, local government from my mm-hmm. state, and the John, according to history, is quite complicated. It's like people you allowed to occupy some space in your land. They get jealous because you have most of the government allocation coming to you because you produce oil. Right. So they don't want to they attacked you unknowingly mm-hmm. and they call, they they attacked almost twenty eight communities and they overtook twenty eight communities. So we had to fight back. Wow. Um you the, did you take history lessons in your school? Um okay so Nigerian government is really weird. Um at the point they stopped in um um histories we don't learn histories oh really yeah so you don't learn about the history of your country yes because there's a lot of bad things that a lot of people doesn't want people to know about their history so they have to they have to cancel it they cancel history from nigeria school but at least we learn about the current affairs which was uh, you know it's our politics oh damn that's crazy yeah because i do know like you know in most schools around the world depending on what country you're in they'll teach you I mean, history like, of what, that country mostly, what, uh, I for the mean, most part. We don't have very hard written history in Nigeria because we were colonized. Yeah, but I mean... No. And most of the history has been changed. So it's just like learning history is like learning what they actually want you to learn. But then they'll also teach you like historical events that have happened around the world as well. They should. Oh, uh, yeah. World War One and World War II. Uh, trust thing. me, uh, everything is polished. So I, I I was really happy. I didn't learn. I wasn't brainwashed to a point where I couldn't recover from. So I learned history by myself. Um, mm. Learning history by myself means uh, I control the information, my intake, information intake, So which I really like. That's true. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be a lot of Yeah. Uh, I would have been so brainwashed. Yeah. Trust me, man. I don't go to church <laughs> anymore since I found out organized <laughs> religion is not my thing. I agree with you on that, yeah. but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> one sitting off the podcast right now. Um, all right, so do you believe that it was a good education overall? I mean, because you were able to go abroad to continue studying, so you Trust must me, have had like a good, solid base. Nigerian education is shit, and I'm sure every Nigerian will agree this with me, but Nigerians are so focused to study to an extent whereby they self-learn a lot. You know, that makes so much sense because it's not easy for you. Yeah. So that's why you so have rem- more work ethic. Yeah, so it. I remember learning physics even before I get to that stage of learning physics. I started reading chemistry before I get to, even when I'm getting most of the information from the audited books, like when they called, um, uh, what is this formula? Um, C2HO4. What's that? Uh, sulfuric acid. They used to oh, call wow. it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sulfuric acid. Used to be so, yeah, it used to be sulfuric acid, but there's new name, tetrazor, wherever, wherever. So I had to learn that formula to be a sulfuric acid, you know, like I learned from very outdated textbooks. Damn. Yeah. 
makes so much sense because like where where I went to school for most of my life in in England for most of my youth was in a government school in England and there was so many kids in the class and the teachers couldn't really control the class so much and the, the kids were not interested in learning. Oh, trust me, like I, I don't know what during your time you probably you uh, in your primary level you write mostly on books and primary was good but secondary uh, dude, was... I wrote on chalkboard like we have a, a, a like mm-hmm. when it's growing up you have to take your board to school all the time it's like tablet <laughs> we don't I don't use pencil we use chalk to write each per, each kid had their own chalkboard yeah you have your That's little so chalkboards like uh, a three size. You know that, so yeah, and you have a uh, duster. We call it duster, something yeah, yeah. to uh, like to wipe it off. So. That really like highlights the difference, you know. Like in England, when I went to school, like it's government, you get everything. School is free, everything's free. You know, education's good, but yet the kids don't appreciate it. Whereas in Nigeria, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like in, it's more of some, a struggle. Yeah. But it's some, I, yo, so I just want to stink this in. Um, when I got to my high school which is like my secondary school so uh, I had to help my mom a lot I had to help my mom help my sisters and probably in in a way because I have to start from Monday to Friday right probably I go to school like twice wow. yeah, but is that I, normal for a lot of the kids in, in yeah the it's normal if you have to help your parents yeah so yeah. I was I wasn't present I wasn't the brightest student in the class but I was just okay student who could read right understand and then we don't really understand what we're learning you know you have to cram a lot of those things to pass the exams so at the point when i was growing up all my friends were so proud of me because i can literally put full textbook in my head in my head wow even when i don't understand anything but that's why just... you're so good at studying now I, you know I, he's like doing his second master's and like, you know waiting to go into his phd, PhD yeah. and i'm thinking how is he doing all this because i've just started my master's and it's so much work yeah. And I don't know about, I'm only just learning about feces. He learned about it when he was like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I literally can put a whole textbook in my brain, just go to an exam and just pass and come back home. Wow. But I don't think I can do that now. Now I just study to understand, not to like remember it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a different type of studying. I mean, yeah. but now you have a different type of education Yeah. As well, so that now I had to unlearn what I've learned when I was growing up. So relearn new things. So I'm just in the process of relearning. Because I, I actually online a lot of things. I mean, now it's more like you learn to understand. Yes, not rather than to, before. Yeah, it's just like yes. just remember. Yeah, just putting a lot of information in my head. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, I don't even pay attention in class if I already understand the concept of the teaching. I was like, yeah, I can just cover it up when I get home and read. Wow. I just imagine most of it. So, um, when and why did you decide to study abroad? Oh, uh, okay. So. Oh man, this is gonna be like a banter against Nigeria government. But yeah, I'm ready for it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can you can tone it down a little bit, yeah. you know. So anyway, I'm not gonna tone anything down because first of all, you have to come abroad to find me. Is the Nigerian government, or you, <laughs> you just come to my passport? And um, um, so back in Nigerian university, there's uh, uh courtism is rampant. What? Yeah, there's something we call courtism. Is uh, courtism? Yeah, like uh, it, fraternity, fraternity or whatever they call it. Yeah, that that is the fancy name for it. So courtism. Yeah. So uh, courtism is very popular in Nigeria University. 
and every period. <laughs> That's definitely not it. Yeah. That's definitely not it. I just got, I just typed it in. No, I think okay. I spelled it wrong. I got to pitch yeah. the play bar. Don't type qualities. <laughs> so, so it's like when you go to university in Nigeria, right? You have to join a gang and you have to join a oh. court. So once you join a court, that means you have to go outside there. But the, according to history, the entire idea behind that uh, uh, fraternity is to fraternity. Yeah, fraternity. Yeah, ah, yeah. fraternity. It's, yeah, it's the the entire idea behind it is to um, to educate people. People who join such group, they, it's for educational purpose or to protest about against government. Mm. But at a point, it evolved into uh, into how can I say it? Into something else. Into like a real gang. Yeah, it, into gangs. It involved into gang where this group had to fight against this group. They can't uh, go on killing, yeah. do whatever. So it's a lot. It become violent. becomes violent. Yeah, it becomes violent. And I don't want to get involved in that because mm. the point is, it's not, sometimes you don't even, you join yeah. based on how they persuade you, that like they force you to do it, like out of your will. It's crazy. So I don't want to get involved. I was like, um... Yeah, you're just there to study. Yeah, I don't want to go to you know Nigerian university, so I, I just had to wait. Oh, did you start in the university already, or you just waited till you? No, came I don't. I do, but I went to a uh, an institute called National Institute of Information Technology. It's called NIT. It's computer school is very popular in Nigeria, so I was learning about software engineering. Then mm. instead of going to uh, actual university to learn, and that really helped me. That means uh that like when I started Bangkok University for my bachelor level, I was already pretty old. Right. Yeah. So, so I wasted like at least eight years doing nothing after my high school. Yeah. Not actually doing nothing. I, I was mean, learning. Working. Oh, you were learning at the, the yeah. international Internet, at the in, yeah. Inter- National Institute of Information Technology NIT. So okay. I was learning a lot about computer, but that wasn't my initial. Um, studies like things I want to be. Like yeah, I really passion. want to be like uh, a pharmaceutical. I want to study pharma- uh, pharmacology. What? Yeah. Pharmacology? Yeah. Pharmaceuticals? Pharma- pharmacology. What's well. pharmacology? Pharmaceutical. Like people who make medicine? Yeah, pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceutical, right? Yeah, pharmaceuticals. Uh, uh, oh, really? You want yeah. to do chemistry? Yeah, that, I was very good in chemistry and, uh, and physics. Biology, I was really, really good at mm. them. So I was like, it's either I'll be uh, a medical doctor or... Wow, it's like left brain stuff. Yeah. So at a point, I had to forget about all those and just go with something else, which is computer. Okay. So why Thailand? Cheap. Cheaper than your country or just cheaper than the other choices you had? Other choices I had. Mm. And... Almost the same thing with my country, but better education system, so why not? Right. And you have brothers here as well. Oh, you? yeah. I have my brothers and my cousins. They studies came there. to study also. Yes. Mm. And they're at the same school? Um, okay. So it's kind of, yes. Yes. At least we've studied kind of, okay. So I'm started from... Stanford, I was in Bangkok University. One was Wait, you studied at Stanford? No, no. Oh. My brother oh, and my cousin. That. I once started at Rankingham, then Masters in Stanford, Masters in Webster, Masters in Bangkok University. Whoa, no, yeah, you're just, just all scattered around. Yeah, 
So we just like jump in from one place. What? Yeah. Why wouldn't you still eat together? No, why? Why do we have to learn same way? I suppose so. I mean, I guess, I guess it keeps the debates more interesting if you yeah. do it differently, right? Huh? Okay. Well, I just want to talk more about my education as well. So, like I said, I went in my younger years. I was at primary and secondary school in England, which was a government school. Mm. Um, but I didn't finish high school in England. I finished it in Thailand. In Thailand, okay. Yeah. So I moved, that makes to sense. Ta- moved to Thailand when I was fourteen, and then I finished my IGCSE in Thailand. Mm. I went to Bangkok Patna School. Do you know that? Yeah, I, I play football there. Bangkok Patna School quite is quite expensive. One of the top international schools in Thailand. Very, very, very good school. So imagine I'm from a government school in England on like the outskirts of Manchester and then I go to a very top private school in Bangkok. It's a complete different world, I must say. Um, the government school, the students or the class sizes is way, way too many people. 30 plus students and it's in a small room and the teachers can't really control the classes back in england right yeah back in england yeah um the kids are just not interested in learning um but in back on pattern school the class size is much smaller the kids want to learn the teachers are very good because it's international school it's like worst structured international school and international school in bangkok in thailand is really really expensive yeah um, the facilities, totally different. Like, facilities at Bangkok Patna School, so good. Oh, my yeah. God. Swimming pool, tennis They have pool, everything. They have, field. like, almost four football fields. They have rugby field. They have, like, tennis, long tennis. Oh, wow. Like, uh, I used to play in a league. It's called Kachua League, and we used to use this school to play it's every nice. year. They're, they're really, sports really facilities. Yeah. It's like and so the local good. room is so, so good. Yeah. Um, let, let's compare about the canteen and the food that they offered. So back in England, the school that I went to, actually called North Chatterton, uh, the food is... <laughs> is what? <laughs> Bad. You went to a school where they have canteen. It's, like, we it's, don't, like, I don't, it's we don't. like cakes and pizza and sandwich and all this stuff that's going to make you all fat and make that's you... That's not just make you, Not just make you fat, but like make you tired and lethargic when you're going to go to class. Mm, so, so you're going to mm, eat mm, and then you Make you, you want to sleep. Yeah, it makes you want to sleep. You know, it's not any good nutrition at mm. all. Whereas you go to Bangkok Patina School, oh my God, the food... You get like a whole like buffet of like Thai food mixed with some like international yeah, because food. Because you already paid for you it. You have like a noodle stall. You can choose any type of noodles that you want. There's yeah. a smoothie bar. You can oh. have a smoothie bar and then there's a snack area. And I think now it's probably because like every year they, they add on more because it's supposed to be non-profit. So they add on more. But at the time I was like, wow. Yeah, because. This is a school? Yeah, your parents are paying for that. You, Crazy. You know. Like, I, I went to a school where we don't even have... We have lunch break, right? But sometimes before you get to the... Because or we don't have canteen. But some people just come to the school to sell food. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, some people just bring their food in the afternoon. Yeah. Sometimes before you get to that... Like, you have to line up to buy your food, so, right? Before it gets to your turn, the food has already finished. So you have oh. to go back to class. Probably just go outside, buy a biscuit, come back. And, <laughs> Yeah. What a different world. Yeah, it's quite different. Sometimes when I see people who went about going to school in abroad, like, oh, I don't have time for study. I don't I was like, oh, okay. 
Thank God you have electricity, you store it comfortably, you have everything. Dude, I, I have, if if my parents are using the, uh, because my dad, we had generator, right? But mm. we have to really structure how long the gen can stay on. And I spend most of my time with my mom. So that means I have to study with lamp, lamp, or I have to study with candle. Wow. Yeah, growing up. And and then you have to, it's like, if you want to have exams, we already have, a, we always have a group study. So probably just go to one of my friend's house. Wow. We stay all night reading, studying just to pass. It's crazy because yeah. it shows like how much dedication, how motivated you are to study because you have to go and study with these type of, in this type of scenario, you know, you're, you're like, you don't have real electric, you don't have a real book, but yet you're yeah. still like determined to get the best out of your education. Whereas in, say, in England or wherever, they get everything so easy and they're, it's like they're more entitled and they don't appreciate oh, yes. it. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that is one thing about entitlement. If yeah. you think you, yeah, but like us, we don't have choice, you know. Do you want to remain in that situation forever? You want your situation to change. And how can you change it? Like yeah. heaven is not bringing any help to just take it out and say, if you don't know how to read or write. Damn. So, yeah. So another thing, another difference I wanted to mention is like um, in my school in, back in England, it being a government school, so it was free. So it had a lot more like I would say working class. Mm. So a lot of the subjects that would offer like extracurricular or whatever would be like, um, electronic, woodwork, cooking mm. class, this type of thing. But when I went to Bangkok Patna School, they did not have this type of thing at all because um, the kids that go to Bangkok Patna School, they would have maids and workers to do this type of thing for them. They would not learn to do this themselves. But back in England, you learn how to do stuff. If something breaks in your house, you, you learn have to how fix to fix it. By it. Yourself. Yes. Yeah. So they teach you these skills, which I think is really good because when I did go to Manka Patna School later and I did take like a special uh, after school class, something about cooking, mm. one girl did not even know how to peel a potato. Ah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like she did not know how to yeah, use uh, a potato peeler. And me and the teacher, I, we looked at each other and we're just like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I remember when I was in, was it primary six or primary five? I already knew how to because then I took a class it's called integrated science which is like all sciences all science classes combined together we have chemistry biology physics geography and all those combined mm -hmm. to we so then we we don't have laboratory we don't have lab so then we have to like sometimes we just have to read from the book and sometimes the teacher will just experiment little so I already knew how to make uh, how to make soap. Whoa. Yeah, when I was in primary school, I can make soap from That's mixing cool. chemicals and all those things together. I can make alcohol uh, by... Uh, Moonshine? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, actually, I can make alcohol from... What is it? Sugar? Yeah, I can't I can oh, remember wow. the process in my mind. That's long, cool. I, think, long, long I think even though if you're not going to use it in the future, it's still like good skills to know. Like yeah. just to know like basic stuff like, yeah, cooking and fixing things. Like it's good skills to know because, I mean, if something breaks in your house, not always can you call someone to come and fix it. You know, it's not always like easy to do that. So if you have the basic skills to do it yourself, do it yourself. Um. But then again, Bangkok Pattern School, the education there is so good in terms of, in terms of um, curriculum and actually the, the subjects that they teach you. Like I learned a lot in that 
one and a half years that I was oh, there. Oh, you spent one and a half one Only and one and, and a half year. Yeah, because yeah. I was there when, I got there when I was 14. So uh, that was year 10. So how, how long were you when you started your college? What college? University. You started from a- at ABAC, oh, right? Yeah, so I went to ABAC. So after after high school, I went to ABAC. So how, how old were you? For my bachelor's degree. I was like 16. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in Thailand, the thing is, if, uh, you, if you finish your IGCSE... So in so in England it's GCSE. In Thailand it's IGCSE, which mm. means international GCSE. It's a little bit harder. Anyway, so if you finish that, you can go straight into university in Thailand. I don't know why. Oh, trust me, in Nigeria it cannot. So that's why I started A back when I was sixteen, but mm. I was just doing the prerequisite courses. So oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. then you transfer to yes. back to university. No, no, I did an actual whole year there at A back for, oh. for my bachelor's degree in communication art, but. I just didn't, it didn't feel like the right place for, for me. You. Like it's far away. It's like, it's past the airport in Bangna, the one that I had to go to. And then sometimes you go to class after taking, after traveling so far. Uh, yeah, you get tired. On the board, already. no class today. You're like, Ooh, are you no, kidding me? Class cancelled. Just wasted, yeah. I just wasted so much time on, on gas money. And not only that, but like they'd be so strict. So if you're not wearing the right skirt or whatever, yes, then the right uniform. Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't let me take the exam. I remember mm. one teacher. I went there, and my skirt was pleated. It wasn't straight, but it was still like long. You know, it still covering me up. She said I couldn't take my exam, and I was furious. I just like when she said that. She's like, buy a new skirt. So I think they're trying to make more money off the students as mm. well. Or she said, buy a new skirt, and I was like, what? Yeah, that everything in the back is money. Yeah, if you want. To take our uh, immigration letter, you have to pay. Excuse me, certain amount. If you need this, this, you have to pay. Like so, so money, 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 yeah, money, money. So after after a few cases, few incidents, I decided to move to Bangkok University, which is at the time or it is in the city, Kluwen yes, yeah, Um Continue communication arts there. I transferred some of my credits, and then yeah, that's also where Joel. Studied his yeah, bachelor's, yes, so that's yes, why we know yes, each other. Yes, yes. And we both became the poster students of Bangkok University. <laughs> we don't get paid for that. No, we didn't get paid for it. Yeah, my my picture was like a huge banner on the side of the road. Do you remember? Yeah, mine was on BTS. Oh yeah, yeah. BTS. Yeah, I was on that too. Yeah, the college girls, people. T- yeah, college life was fun. Bangkok University fun. was really really fun then, but. And there was so much more relaxed. Like you could actually go into class wearing normal clothes. Normal sometimes. class, yeah, yes, yes. Only if you have exam, you have to wear uniform. But so, what's your opinion on the Thai uniform for like university students? Because in, in in Thailand, if you go into university, bachelor's degree, you have to wear a uniform. It's like a white shirt with black for pants if you're a man, or a skirt for a girl. I mean, every culture have different things. But for university, right? for university, I, I think I don't think it's necessary. You know. That doesn't like just wearing uniform, but in, in Thailand, right? I don't know how they see it, but it's more uh, of a, a fashion thing because I've, I've trust me, a lot of people when I when they ask me where they started at Banco University, I they was oh beautiful girls. <laughs> but ABAC is like that too. Yeah, ABAC and BU is yeah, supposed to be like the, oh, hot, the hot, yeah, chicks. hot chicks. Yeah, hot chicks. Yeah, oh really. <laughs> So it's more of like for the girls to your shows, your color student for everybody. It's more of like creating identity for yourself. Yeah. And in society where um there's so much collectivity, a collectivism in entire society, there's no indiv- individual. So if you are studying in a college, that means some people already see you as 
a little bit above them. So, and the way you can just show that I'm really studying in a college is to wear the uniform. Wear the uniform, and the same thing as teachers. The teachers are most of the. High school teachers, they have their own uniform they wear. That is right. to separate, like, yeah. to know this person is a teacher, which I think That's is not so necessary. That's so true. Yeah. Like, what you just said about Thailand being a collective culture. So everyone is split into groups. So not just as a hierarchy of the, yeah. of the country, of the people in the country. There's also groups of people. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're in... They create identity for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So there's uniforms for every level. So yeah, yeah. you've got you got preschool, you've got primary school, school you've got yeah. high school, yeah. you've got university. And then finally in masters, you're able to wear normal clothes with smart. Yeah, yeah when you're going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and and, if, you're if, going to and work. if you work for the bank every once in a week you have to wear the uniform too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is uniforms for like different type of workplaces. Yeah. And, yeah, everyone is like grouped into little clear subgroup. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. But then Okay, so that's that. But then uh, talking about the uniform, uniform pros would be you don't have to spend time, waste time on finding an outfit for your classes. You're just going to wear your uniform. <laughs> yeah, if your uniform is clean. <laughs> if it's clean. Yeah. And it does look cute. It does. It looks yeah. cute. I mean, you know? like, the identity kind of work, you know, like, uh, because, like, I mean, nobody ever, I, I've never wore a uniform. Even when I was studying ABAC, I don't... I, BU? BU. You only when I have exams. And the poster you wear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. One of the posters, yeah. And the poster you wear. So, um, I don't really have the the sense of um, I'm different from other people. I always consider myself as individual. So, mm-hmm. I don't have to be categorized or have to be like put in a group or put in a box of wearing uniform. So, I've never had that feelings. But... Back in my um, primary level, back when I was studying my country, we have to wear uniform. But only in primary? Only in primary. Oh, primary and secondary. Oh, and secondary. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, same as England. We wore school uniform. Yeah, and even in Th- my international school in Thailand, it, you know, you have to wear school uniform. So it's not bad. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I to, like it. I like it. I mean, to high school level creates, is okay. It creates order and some respect as well. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but do you think that order it creates, it's actually the right one. Because now in, in a society where everybody was supposed to be treated equally, there are some people already have a group. You, you, you already created a group, a subgroup for some people mm. to be seen as superior over other people. Imagine someone of my age who couldn't afford to go to college seeing me wearing a uniform. How would they feel? Yeah, but that's in your country. So it really depends where you are. I mean, like, even in Thailand, do you think they will be able to talk to you naturally in, in a natural manner or they will have this sense of respect towards you because you're going to call it? I, I think for the people outside of the college, it doesn't matter, but it's more for people in within the college. You know, I, if, if, so say, let's, let's say high school years, if you let the kids wear whatever they want, they're going to try and push the boundaries. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but they still can push the boundary when they get out. Like most of the schools, they they are like in Bangkok University just recently, they have like a fashion week mm. where they shows like different makeups and because they're a creative university. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they want to push yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they have a Which fashion week and they have a makeup week and things like that. But I, I don't, I don't just think putting everybody into one box. 
really makes any educational changes. I mean, that wouldn't make you study hard. You know? No, but I mean, for university, I understand what you're saying. But for primary yeah, and I high school, primary, I think, yeah, I think they should yeah, wear. You have to teach them sense of. You have to instill in them the sense of uh, respect, respect, togetherness. Because it's not just not yeah. just about themselves, but respecting the institution, respecting the teachers, you know, like, but yeah, respecting themselves as well. Like, yeah, you wear I mean, something that looks professional, that looks uh, neat and tidy and polite. Whereas if they're going and wearing their own clothes, and it, yeah, like I, I said, yeah, in one of my class, uh, the teacher was like saying, like, if you have to make up a theories to conclude. If wearing uniform among B students is actually really good, I was like, "Yo, this is a a very broad, abstract, and subjective subject." So I don't think it makes any difference to me because I have total, I have a diff, com, completely different opinion about uniform. So other students might agree. People who don't wear uniform, then they might not belong to the school. So the school has that risk as well. Like, oh, this this is an intruder coming in the, our facilities, you know, like, so that's why it's better for them to wear a uniform with the badge. What happens to your ID card? Yeah, but they're not going to go around. Like, how do you know straight away, you know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's subjective, like I said. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's life at Bangkok University. The teachers, how do you find the teachers? Uh, I think... Um, Okay, so... Uh, well, actually, let's talk about Thai education, first of all, like this education system. Typically, in like local schools, it's very authoritarian. So the teacher will tell you it's one way, and that's mm. the only way that you should... You have you to should, do it. Yeah, you should believe it is. But um, whereas in the international way, the teacher will tell you one way, and you may have questions about that. You may have your own opinion on that. So uh, it's different. They're open for discussion, whereas in Thailand, they're a lot less open for discussion but we went to an international university so what do you think do you think you had a mixture of both um i, I think even up to the master le- master degree level the teachers here still believe you have to do it their own way which i kind of disagree with right um most of the time i live in my head right so if you tell me how to do something one way, I have to figure out nine way to do it to make it in. So, and if I do it in a way that is not in that it does not align or in accordance with your own way, what I do is totally different, but still arrive at the same result. You might think I'm not doing it the right way, just because you don't take your time to figure out other ways. Right. Right. So. I, I've, I've, I've been in a class, I've never been in a class for nine hours straight, which I mean, no matter, I, I've learned, I, 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 can, I learned something during this period, but most of the things I learned, I don't think I'm learning it the right way. I mean, like, I want to study for three hours, take two hours off, um, think about what I've studied, imagine it, trying to figure things out, yeah. then go back to class. It's very strange that your course is like this. So he's, yeah. he's doing a master's degree right now in uh, Bangkok University, and only on Saturday... And it's nine hours long. Yeah, and I have to start like nine hours. I don't want to be in a situation like that. I'm not. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not mentally prepared for it, but it's not it's not as if it's difficult for me. It's a situation where I can... Now I understand. Yeah. Because like in the Thai way, when they'll tell you all these different information, you just you just soak it in. Yeah. You just soak in the information no, yeah. and not understand it. You just kind of regurgitate it when you have like the, the exam. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. study to pass. I don't just want to learn to pass exams. To I, I really it. want to make it to use. Like I was telling you about most of the theories I learned in one of my classes, uh, uh, global communication theories. Like I was watching a movie and most of the theories actually... In accordance with the movie I was watching, so it's not like I couldn't remember the name of the theory, but I know I've learned something like this. Mm. I know these theories. I have to open my book again, but in a process whereby I took my time to re- reassess the theories, go over it again for at least one or two hours after the class, it will be easy. That was st- stuck with me forever. Like mm. if when I see something that's related to the theory, I can easily say this is the theory I learned in class. And most of the students having the same problem too. Yeah, so course. they have to run to me. Most of the, I'm still trying to figure out how to cope with nine hours of continuous studies, right? I'm still trying to figure that out, and I think it's going to take me at least four four months to be able to position myself mentally into that yeah. situation to use to it. Difficult. But a lot of students, I'm trying to help myself. A lot of people still train the. I still have to help a lot of students. Like most of the questions, how do you do this? How like, I, okay, I have prior experience about doing researches or. Uh, studying master degree level but sometimes uh i'm now in a new environment whereby i have to study nine hours with only one hour break and that is too much for me i don't study like that that is what i was supposed to study for like four days or three days at least Damn. yeah because like i'm doing my classes are three hours long right now and even that is like a lot of information so to I can imagine like you're doing nine hours just to try to process that and understand that after is going to be yeah, it's the task. Kind of difficult, yeah. <laughs> All right. So wait, what did you study at Bangkok University for your bachelor's degree? Uh, computer graphics and multimedia. Computer graphics and multimedia. But I hate it. Hence producer of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then later on you went to ABAC to do a uh, um, master's degree. In- I studied my master's in information technology. Then I majored software engineering. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't tell anybody. Damn, but you're already, already good because you did that in Nigeria. Oh, uh, yeah, I was, Software. yeah, yes, yes. I had power knowledge about that. And then he just started at BU again, a, a second master's in... Yeah, global communication. Global, oh, global communication. I yes. didn't know you were doing communication. Is that like communication, online communication? Oh, uh, it's more of um, viable, whole... no viable communication in intra all kind of communication but yeah but and yeah communication for cooperation as well but i don't want to go that That route yeah Mm. so i want to just focus on more of like new media and digital communication theories right and then so not just so straight after he uh, started his course in the master's degree in bu i started my master's degree in abac abac is assumption university at Hormat campus and i'm doing psychology wow yeah so we're both students. <laughs> Psychology, yeah. And like now it's like always like before we just talk about sports and like yeah, we stuff, have and now a it's lot just like to talk about. We talk yeah. about education now. We have to talk about research all the time. Most of our conversation is all about <laughs> education and not even sports. Homework and exams. Yeah. No, and she's but, having midterm next week. Wow. Yeah, have midterm next week. But anyway, uh, I'm actually really even though it's a lot of work and I'm not used to it, but it's kinda of kicking my ass. It's so interesting and I'm so happy that I'm studying and I actually really like my teachers and uh, I like my fellow peers in my class and the subject's so interesting. 
I mean, I don't know. When people kept asking me the same question, and it's becoming tiring, you know. Like when I tell them, like I'm um, applying for my PhD, I want to further my education. I was like, why do you have to study that? I don't know. People, some people don't know. Like life is all about learning. Like you learn every day. Trust yes. me. By the time you you're done with your masters and you find something you really like, you want to further. You want to further your education. You want to go. You want to like. It's like. Uh, how can I pull this? Like, I mean, you, if, if you enjoy what you're yeah, if, learning, like, they, let let assume there's a jar in front of you, right? Or there's a lot of cookies in a jar. You dip your hand into the jar, right? <laughs> you want or you more. pick one cookies, like you open it, it tastes it sweet. You want more cookies. You yeah. keep going there. Yeah. You keep digging, digging. Yeah. You know, that is one thing about education. It's you know, you're so right, because for a long time I wasn't really studying. I mean, after I finished my bachelor's degree, yeah. um, I did go to America to study about sports for one year. Um, which was a really good experience. But then after that, like, just mostly not really do much, hang around in the gym, hang around in Muay Thai. But yeah, like, I felt like I wasn't developing myself. Exactly. Yeah. And now that I've started studying again, I'm like, wow, like, it's just opened a whole yeah, new world again. There's so much information yeah. for you, you know. Sometimes I feel so good reading some journal. Saying, like, like me, like I told you before, I don't read books. Mm. Like when I say I don't read books, I don't read, like, Storybooks. Storybooks, like books. I mean, about, with all this studying that yeah, you have how, to do. You... Yeah, how to be rich. The personal story, I don't read no books. But when it comes to like research paper, I find joy because there is actually Fact. a scientific findings there that has been proved, not just subjective bias that people are writing from their own opinion. Yeah. I don't want to be influenced by something without proof. Yeah, it's so true. Like It's like, you know... So it's open one world here, but then when we start studying, it keeps opening, open, opening exactly, up more yeah. and more and more. Exactly, and it yeah. becomes more and more interesting. I, I mean, like, now now you, st- you started your master's, right? You, you'll you be writing a lot, you'll be doing a lot of research, and you'll be like, wow, how which I knew this when I was studying my bachelor. I would be like, something totally different. Yeah, well, Remember, that's the thing. When I was studying my bachelor's, I did not care. I yeah, just, you just, I just right. did it. Yeah, I was, I was like 17 like, years old. Like, right I didn't give a damn drunk, about yeah. studying back I was then. Bu- I was busy getting drunk every night. I was fighting. <laughs> I was fighting Muay Thai and getting hit in the head and in the face. You know, like education was not like my most priority, even though I did get good grades because I was a good student. But I, it was mostly like I learned the Thai way. Yeah, I just yeah. learned it, did the exam, put it all on the paper and then forgot it. And that's it. But now I'm like, okay, I'm interested in psychology. I want to learn it. I want to learn more. And now it's 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 so different learning it at a later age. I feel like yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it's really really good because now you can actually choose what you information you want to take in and information you don't want. Yeah. So now you have the choice. You have the right to like yo this part. I don't really like this part. It's not in accordance with what I want to know. Yeah. So like me now, I want to take the organization communication out of my way because I'm not looking at working for any corporation or work for I just want to focus it on more of like media because my my PhD is going to be on media research right so my PhD is going to be on media research I want something that is closely related to technology so explain about your PhD so you you just you applied okay yeah PhD in in Europe is quite different from PhD in Thailand I can just start my PhD in Thailand just by paying Presenting my credential. So where where have you applied to, and what subject? In Spain. In Spain. Yeah, media research. Media research, PhD. In yeah. Spain. So the the whole thing is you have to be selected. 
in Spain, because the tuition fee is not so expensive, you have to write a PhD proposal. Oh. So if you get accepted based on your proposal or how, how original your proposal is, some school will assign you an advisor. And some school will ask you to contact who you think is in your uh, faculty, your department that you can just choose as an advisor, right? That makes sense. Yeah, so but, like... but it's quite tricky. Yeah. Sometimes you contact like 50 people and they will tell you they're busy. Like that's one thing about PhD advisors. They are a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah, most of them already have a student. And those are the high level where academic people, like they, they, they choose based on the originality or how they feel at that moment. Sometimes might be, because they're busy too, they do yeah. a bunch of researches yeah. and, and then they have to train you. And training you means you have to be under their care. Wait, they have to advise is this, you. Is this a PhD advisor in Spain or from your previous no, education? No, in Spain. Oh. If from my pre- previous education, I already have like 10 line up oh. to be my advisor, but you have to be from the school you're mm-hmm. applying for. Right, so that is the process. Unlike Thailand, it's quite easy as yeah. long as you have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they, there is entrance exams yeah. so or interview I don't want, yeah, in Thailand, I don't, but you get. I don't in want there. to go through those easy way. I want a standard level of PhD, whereby uh, I, I will be choose based on the merit of my uh, my res- my proposals. It's not based on my financial. Ability or capability. Right. Um, how many, what's your class size right now in ABAC mm-hmm. for your master's degree? How many students in, in your class? In, in Bangkok University? In your course. 49. 49. That's a lot. A lot. See, in mine, psychology, I only have like 15, 14 or 15. Yeah, when I studied IT from ABAC, it was like around 10, 15. Yeah. Also, ABAC maybe a bit less than. Yeah, a little bit ah. less. Yeah. So I was thinking because, you know, you, going to do your PhD in Spain or in Europe, like they're so choosy about who they take they in. Take, yes. Because you're, whatever you do is a reflection of, of that Of their colleges, the university. Yeah, yeah. You represent not, that yeah. school. It's not all about the money you have or yeah. how much you could be able to pay if you could be able to afford your tuition fee or things right. like that. Yeah, in Thailand, it's like you yeah. pay for it. You pay you for it. it. And you get any. That's why most of the, yeah, I don't want that way. I want to be respected as a researcher. I want to be seen as but I think someone the who de- really... The demand for further studying, for higher studying in Thailand is less. Yes. So, like, you know, not many people want to go and do the master's degree or PhD here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why they're just taking people easier because they got to pay the bills, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, up to... Up to or master's level, you can do that because in 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 Europe too, I think up to master's level, it's, you just write your um when you are applying, you just ask you for your motivation letter, um your uh, credential and the tuition fee. Once they see your motivation letter, which is more of like recommendation letter or motivation, why do you want to study this major? So. Now, that process is not that difficult, but when you get to the PhD level, which is like the highest level of, almost one of the highest level of education yeah. uh, you can ever attain as, a, in, as an individual, that level becomes more stronger. It's, it's even more stronger, more difficult in, in US, Canada. Mm, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So um, they give you early phone call interviews and things like this? Oh, uh, yeah. After the final list is out, you going to interview you after interview boom you're in process for the visa yeah yes this. yeah that that is that comes later that oh okay as soon as you are a phd candidate how many visa years process, it, uh three to four years 
Wow, three to four years. Yeah. That's long, no? You study master for two years. (laughs) Yeah, my master's is two years. (laughs) It's not that long. But MBA in Thailand is only one year or one and a half. Yeah. Because this is, oh man, that is the, it's not one thing, the misconception about PhD is like people think you're going there to be one type of extraordinary genius. Like you're going to learn everything about everything now. You're going to learn how to master a particular thing. And I mean, then when you master that thing, yeah. that means you're a professor on that thing. So, But like, you really learn everything through everything. It's, it's through practice and experience. Yes, yeah, so that's why yeah. when you're doing the podcast as my producer, you're definitely learning through that, right? Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. That is for sure. That is for sure. I've learned like now, I want to talk about uh, like I have a solid background in software engineering. And I have a solid background in um, graphics, computer graphics and multimedia, which is related to media in all together. So I've 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 uh, have solid foundation on two diff, uh, two subjects which are interrelated, mm. right? So I did a research on streaming, wow. right, which is more of using technology to further. Um, uh, to further distribute media content, right? And you see how they are both related. Uh, I can design a mobile application for podcast, which means I'm using my technological idea to to enhance the media standard. So it's kind of related. So I'm 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 studying two different. So you study the, the knowledge time. and then you apply it later. Yes, yes, it's like course. yeah, it's same yeah. thing. It's like. If you have a solid multi background, that means you already have a, a boxing foundation. Yeah. You already have a kickboxing foundation. Oh, yeah, that's true. So yeah, that is, uh, yeah, they might say you are a boxer or you're a multi yeah. fighter. Yeah. But in, in, in real sense, you already have a foundation of almost a fight yeah. level. So you can just choose which way you want to be uh, specialized be, spe- yeah, be specialized on. So that is. That is what I'm doing right now. Oh, interesting. It's going to be different going studying in Spain, I'm sure. It's a totally different vibe. Well, what's your expectations in terms of living, in terms of education, in terms of your classmates? First of all, I, I know it's going to be more expensive than the level I believe in here. I'm going to be broke a lot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean now the bat is so strong yeah, that yeah, I know, it yeah. might be so, <laughs> good to uh, leave. <laughs> yeah, and I know it's going to be a lot of challenges, but uh, what? No, come on, man, I grew up... Hablo español? I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I grew up facing most of the hardest ad- academic process in my life. So I don't think... There is a way. If I'm not being lazy, there's something you can just throw at me. That I told I you, don't like think it'll be harder. I just mean yeah, different. I mean, yeah. like even environment-wise. Yeah. So, like I told you, right I'll, after my PhD, I might end up going back to study physics. Mm. I might do that. A, st- so I don't a, f- know. a thesis? No, physics. Physics. physics yeah. Oh wow! I might you be studying forever. I just, you know, that but you could become a teacher. I, what do you want to do? You want to be in computers and IT? Oh, but you said you like chemistry as well. Then you, you like physics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when, something when, around that. Yeah. When you ask me what I'm going to do is I'd rather be a researcher for a while. 
okay. And just like I said, I'm one mobile application away from becoming a billionaire. Who knows? I might just come up with some crazy idea, develop a mobile application, and someone just buy it, and I'll, I'll retire forever. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Spain. Yeah. So. So I studied in, in England, you studied in Nigeria, now we're both studying in Thailand. And like I said before, I also studied in the States, in America. I, I did a sports coaching, uh, athletic coaching course in Santa Monica College. That's like a community college. So, so I'm just going to talk about that vibe for a little okay. bit. I mean, I was kind of one of the older ones because it's community college, so it's kind of like after high school, I think. So a lot of the kids were like around 18 or 19 years old. I was uh, around 23 years old. Mm. Um, but yeah, no school uniform. <laughs> How does it feel to be one of the oldest in the class? Yeah, I, I they didn't even know this until like they asked my age, and I was like twenty three. Like, oh my god, you're so old! I was like, really? Yeah, I feel like that's my bachelor. <laughs> I, was, like, I look younger than you, though. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, no different vibe. Like you know, you, you get the typical sort of American jock sort of sports mm. athletes. You know, like the basketball players in the college would come in late and just try and joke around. But the teachers were so good. Like the teachers knew their shit. Okay, yeah. and yeah. then the te- and you learn everything they were trying to teach you. You learn it, and they were able to explain and apply it very well. Um, what else am I going to say? <laughs> um, but the the problem in America is that teachers don't get paid well. So even though the teachers are very good and they teach well. And they're very knowledgeable of their subject. They're they're actually working like two or three jobs. Yeah. So they're tired. Cost, and of, like, li- cost of living is so high, high, and then you know getting paid right. Uh, well, like I said, right? Uh, I don't want to go to the state. Yeah. I mean, like my my lifestyle is completely different from other lifestyle. I don't want to work four jobs I in mean, a one it's day. Hard there and yeah. medical as well. Like, yeah. I don't want to be like so occupied in my life that I forget to do the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. I just focus on paying bills from one way. How come a teacher in a school can't even pay their bills? It's crazy. They have to, you like, know, they're well, sharing. They're they're on. teaching the younger generation they have spent of so the much country. Mo- yeah, they've spent so much money going through college. Like, uh, yeah. what do they call it? like the government loan and yeah, they yeah, they get um, student on. loans, student loan. That yeah. is way too much. So like, you know, even though I said they're all really good teachers and they teach well, like if they got paid better and they were, so they'd be less tired and have more energy to actually teach the kids, teach the students, and they'd, they'd be so much more enthusiastic about yeah, their classes. Yeah, that's right. And also the students would be more enthusiastic about learning as well because of the conditions. Like they're, they actually come in and sometimes they complain that they have to work. I don't like yeah. shift. Yeah, oh, they're like, oh, oh after this. After this class, I gotta go and do my other job, this and that, and like, it's like, wow, like, Come. that's sad. Now nah, I don't want to become a teacher. I mean, this, but that's in America. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, like, what are the benefits? And they're teaching the gener- the next generation of the country. You know, like, it's important. Education is important. I know a lot of these people like to say, "Oh, I didn't. I became a millionaire. I did this and that, and I didn't. I never studied." And then, but like. At the end of the day, like, education is really good. I don't think you should ever knock education. Yes, it works for some people doing it without education. They, they make something, they make some business, and it works out yeah, fine yeah. for them. Good for you. But I would not knock education. That's that's the problem I have with a lot of people, right? Yeah. It was like, yo, uh, cryptocurrency this, crypto investment this, entrepreneur this. And I was like, 
Do you think those people who develop those things you use and you rely on so much and you want to be a billionaire by night are not educated? Yeah. Do you think they just pick up the idea from the street <laughs> and just develop something? Come on. Yeah. There are process to that, right? Cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, you have the 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 the, the blockchain nodes that make the transaction occurs. Like those those things are developed by a high educated technology minded people, like programmers, like you know. But now they make it so easy for you. I believe it's that easy to come up with that idea because you can just trade, do the visualization of trading this, trading that, use. And, and, and a lot of people just, the new generation just use a lot of buzzwords just to describe something, you know. Like they just use, yeah, I'm entrepreneur, I'm this, shut up, you're a business person. Like it's like 50% of small businesses fail after the first five years, you know, 20 to 30% fail within the first year. First yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, so, that, that's okay. Just because you hear this stuff on Instagram that someone's like, yeah, oh, this, I created this okay, thing and I'm see, a millionaire. The success no. rate, can you imagine the success rate right now? That means out of 100 people who goes into small business or, how do you call it, XME? Oh, yes. Yeah, small, medium, enterprise. So half of those people who goes into it only feel succeeded. Yeah. And just because, like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. Like, this requires, before you see companies, right, Come like Coca-Cola, they've been around for so long, right? Before you see the longitudinal uh, long, uh, long uh, strategy? I mean, the La- longevity. Life yeah. yeah, yeah, their lifeline, their lifespan, like, so long. You think they just hire someone from the street? Yeah. Do you think... And they, they just, failed a lot of times they before they succeeded. Time. Yeah, because they have to go through a lot of process they have to do uh how do they call it uh uh csro corporation social responsibility that's, that's like sort of like a charity work yeah that's why you like that's why they come up with a lot of uh so free work basically yeah they, they, yeah they come up with a lot of uh campaign you know yeah. they, they do various campaigns just to get people involved in the product to yeah. attract them to study they don't just throw things out there. They hire professional to study uh, uh, human communication interaction and, and, and how media can be used to... to they, they study every process. They study your things you like, things you hate, right? Yeah. They hire psychologists, like you say. Yeah. yeah there's like... It's yeah. all part of... Not only people who take care of the marketing. There's people who study... They have human, specialized Yeah, skills. human behaviors, the human... Social media interactions, like they study your Twitter feed, they study your Facebook, they buy inside information from yeah telecommunication companies, so, like, from media um, house, Cambridge Analytica. Exactly, yeah, they they do a lot of Crazy. things. They hire professionals. Yeah. I think she's just gonna wake up one day without education. I'm just gonna be like so rich, and you have people working for you. Come on, get it live. <laughs> okay, so uh, question: What's your opinion on Neuralink? You know Neuralink from yeah. Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah. It's like he wants to have this brain-machine interfaces to connect humans and computers. So it's like a, an, a chip, right? It's like the, an implant okay, in the brain. Okay, let's take for it. I want, I want to ask you something. So do you think this is just an idea or they're just making this known to you? Okay. Neuralink Corporation is an American neurotechnology company founded by Elon Musk and others developing implantable 
brain machine interfaces. The, okay, okay, let me I'm I'm just asking you. This is evolution of things, right? You now they're just making it public. This has been going on for years. Right. But right? you okay. as an IT person, you know, like what's your opinion on it? It's possible it has it has been it has been going on for years. Yeah. They have been doing this. Good or bad? It's as in someone who likes nature, it's bad for nature, but it's good for human development. Hmm. Okay, like okay. So do, let do me you not ask, think it could be dangerous? Like Trust me, ev- everything is dangerous. Even nature. We have tsunami, we have different things. Everything <laughs> is dangerous. But the point is, okay. Okay, let me let me just describe based on my knowledge, right? You know, there used to be like chips put, uh, they put in. Yeah, yeah, there's a place know, in, in, in Europe, in, right? Yeah, in, in, in no, no, I mean, like in female body to stop their menstrual period. Oh. That has been going on for it's years. It's not a right? chip, it's not a computer chip. It's, it's yeah, like it's a, just something, something that releases some hormones. Almost in your body, yeah. you're putting your body right. So, okay, if that can be working effectively, uh, why do you think placing the chips in your body to control your. Dude, everything is so, so easy to control. We already have the AI that. What before we think we have to develop things like gather information in database, then the information grow out of shapes. We don't know how to control the data. Like the data is so so big. Now we have test data, we have pictures, we have images, we have various information. They come boom, data mining, boom, data scientists, boom. They use those yeah. information that we don't even really need. They use that for advertisement purposes, for various purposes. The same thing as human, Would right? you want to get into AI? I study AI. You study it now? I studied back in my, when I did my first master's. But I'm sure it's, I mean, it's always developing. It's, the, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, is it, is it's it a virus. field we that have, you would have, want to... We have robotic AI, we have... Is there, is there a field that you want to get more involved in, that you want to focus more on in the future, you think? Or you don't know yet? Um. Yeah, Definitely going to focus on AI a lot, but not now. Hmm. I'm just probably reserving that because AI has evolved so, so well. I've been learning about artificial intelligence at least 15 years ago. Wow. And uh, what's your opinion on that? Same thing as Neuralink? It's just. Yeah, same thing. Uh, I mean, everything is good, everything is bad. Hmm. So I'm not just going to. The process. To computerize everything. It's, how, going, it's going to help more eventually. Yeah, it will. It, it so will. So you can't control that. It's like, already happening. My car, the the battery ran out on my car and because it's electric. Like I mean, everything's connected electric electrically. So the battery ran out and everything shut stop, off. Yeah, stop working. My car yeah. just stopped. Yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> I was in the end in the exit lane of a gas station so i was blocking the lane in front of a main road so i had people coming and queuing up behind me and i couldn't push it no i couldn't even the even the brake locked everything locked yeah everything locked that's dangerous i think there should be at least like yeah like emergency like like backup like like i say right if if we use ai rightly if we use in a very manner that it will actually help humans, right? It won't be out of control. But there's a lot of people will get their hand on the on these programs. A lot of people will use it the way they want to use it. Same thing as website, when it started, like yeah. everything, yeah, yeah. You know, now people will even do trade just to buy your name and just keep it, and then you have to pay them back just to buy it back. So 
things things like this, it always we go out of hand. But at a point in life, we're going to become so computerized that we forget everything natural. So I think that this means what you just said, that the people need to be educated more about it, about the things happening, about the things they're working with on a daily basis. Yes, you have you know? to. You really have to keep track. Yeah. Because if you don't keep track on things that is going on around you, you will be completely left behind. By saying that, I think that Elon Musk is way ahead of the people. It's not, not trust me, man. I don't know how people might works. I don't but I, to me it's not way ahead. It's just telling people what has been going on. People what some people know that has been going on for quite some yeah. time now. But they're just trying to make it public. Right. But if you're gonna if you're gonna release all these new products or whatever into the into the world, yeah. then the people should be educated. About exactly, how to use exactly. It. That is what they're doing. So you're doing releasing now. the things, yeah. and the people still stay behind. That is, that is what they're trying to do because this has been going so on for now years. So they're like, okay, don't educate yourself. We'll create you a little, a little chip <laughs> that you put in your brain, and then we'll just do it for you. <laughs> You'll turn into robots, and yeah. we'll follow Elon Musk. I mean, his way. He's a visionaire, right? But uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's something we just sometimes we just throw idea out there. Right, How about a, life on Mars? That's his next goal. If it is not possible, he won't come out publicly to declare. That's what you have to know. How much money is he wasting on his research for us to go and live on Mars? He's getting paid it's for that. It's crazy. Yeah. I but, mean, like... You know, instead of spending money on that, how about spending money on the world that we live in right now and look after the world? Because they know we have a limited time left on this world, on this planet to live, so we have to prepare for the next planet, which means we're not going to be evacuated from this planet, but but we just make it this possibility of people next generation living some other planet to destroy, like, or have another to planet to destroy. <laughs> you say to live on another planet to destroy. Yes. Yeah, humans are horrible. Yeah, that's, what we, that's, that's what we're going to do eventually. So well, just like, we're just creating the possibility. Mm. The idea has already been, like, before the before Einstein come together with the idea of gravitational forces, right? So there's, or uh, we know we probably there's the idea has been around, but which like with his um, experiment, he just make it openly known to people that this thing is possible and this is what is behind it. Hmm. It's possible to live in Mars. Why not? Because there's no like, other no. Christianity will tell you you will spend eternity in hellfire if you do something bad. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not religious, so I can't really. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there's there's no you like living things on Mars, right? Oh, yeah, that's what I said. But trust me, it's it's very very possible. Even if life not does not or has never existed there. Yes. But it's still possible. Okay, you know, you know, one thing you have to ask yourself, right? Science is so, so, so advanced that we can actually know from very far away what has been and what has not been. Right. right? Yeah, that's why it says here, Mars surface is more than 3.5 billion years old. Like, yes. how can we even... Exactly. That is... A kind of mind blowing trick. Mind blowing. Yeah, it's kind of trick. They 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 they're trying to 
Every, trust me, mate. Why are they wasting so much money on this research in other planets? Come on, like when they can't. Even so you want to stock? You want to stock in a planet whereby you don't have uh, other uh, alternative, and something well, happens I to mean, you, you don't know let's what figure to figure out the recycling. You know the recycling How, issue. What a bit if more. what if what if everybody is bored of this earth? They want to try another. Nobody's planet. bored of this earth. How do you know what if they are? I think Elon Musk thinks he's like an, an alien, some sort. <laughs> he's not human. Trust me, when you have money, you think crazy. His brain processes faster than he can even like explain things. I think. Like, did you watch the thing with him and uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't. Oh watch, I don't watch things like that. Anyways, um. Trust me, he's not he's not one kind of out of the world genius like something like I told you. Really? He's smart. That's my guy. He's a very smart guy. But sometimes, right, when you are smart and you have the money as well, you have the government background. You get uh, delusional. Yeah, you have yes, yes, there's a lot of things you can do with that. And with the money and the right people in place, it will be possible. Yeah, that's true. So it's not like this idea is like I, I promise you this. By the time you're done with your with your masters, right, and you have the right finance, you have the right, you're you're at you're you're at peace with yourself, right? You have the the right people around you. You will be like so creative, and you will ask yourself, why was I like this ten years ago? I asked myself that already. I don't need to finish my master. You see, I feel like that's that it. Now. Like, uh, that's yeah. it. That, that's just it. Yeah, I feel like myself ten years ago is different. Very yeah, different there's there's no tra- right there's now. no trick to this. There's no nobody's born out like if you are into more Thai, right? You see the flaws. You see things that can make more Thai like so so advanced in ten years. Stand that people ask, wow, is this you know like? Mm. But if you don't have the right people around you, you don't have the right finance. How would you be able to do that? Yeah, you don't even want to think about that at True. all. True. Even before Facebook. Implement this their direct reply on a comment. I've seen this like years ago, mm. like probably a year after I started using Facebook. Mm. All right, but I don't, I don't even have the have the money or have the right. But I just it was just an idea flying around my brain. Right, uh, you know. right. That's why you're gonna go to Spain, do your PhD there, and then create some. Like cool. like I said, find I'm, some investor. Like like I said, I'm one <laughs> application away from becoming a billionaire. <laughs> cool. Who knows? Cool. So back to education. Yes. I don't know what to say now. We can't cover everything. I think we are. Right? So yeah. we're both doing our master's degree. It's so fun. Be in front of camera for the first time. Different universities. <laughs> Not talking about sports today, yeah. just education. Um, different universities in Thailand. So he's at Bangkok University. I'm at ABAC. Then you're going to go do your PhD in, in Spain. Spain. Probably and next year. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to continue studying after this one. Ah, no, you said that. You said, you said it's like long time ago. I'm going to come. Unless, okay. unless I, 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 somehow yeah. I do really well and get a scholarship, then I might consider it. Yeah, that is, that is the thing. Like I said, right? After this, after this cookie, Right, you're gonna reach for into the yeah, job and then, try to pick one more cookie. But then, if I find a career in this field, then it's also finding another cookie. Yes, but in a different yeah. way. And this career you find in this in, in this field, right? The career will lead you to want to master this field so so well that mm. you will be on top of the field. The whereby people will call you even without uh, without medical yeah. background, people will start calling you doctor. 
you know yeah maybe like, but I don't know it depends what it depends and this your, your, your field is yeah, your field is really really close to that because most of the okay how, how do people call it PhDs doctor yeah, of doctor. what of what philosophy yeah of, <laughs> of doctor of law philosophy, doctor yeah, of philosophy on, on yeah. this you see but they're not really doctors but yet yeah. psychology is something that's more related to being a doctor yeah, yeah, it's, re- yeah it's really close yeah. it's, it's science not, of the mind but, yeah both both medical and academic it's really psychology yeah. is really 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 close yeah and people keep asking me like oh what do I want to do with it and then at the beginning I had different ideas or maybe like I'll go into sports psychology or like uh, career like education counseling like mm, in university mm. but now I'm like I can't answer that question because because it's I need to ex- yeah, yeah, I, it's I so need to experience more and I, learn and, more and about then, it before and then you even I need to down. explore your options because like in a big corporate uh corporation they have a psychologist they have like in every firm yeah. in every places yeah. You can you can work like okay like uh, one of my research teacher was teaching us. Uh, she said like um, one of our student went to somewhere to interview some people that uh, the juvenile home mm-hmm. to interview people that juvenile with uh, uh, sexual Ad- assault issues. Ad- to, adolescents. Yeah, yeah, on to, duty? yeah, yeah. To interview them for the research yeah. for thesis, right? And then before she said, like the student had to like draft the question, like structured interviews. The question has already been written, yeah. how they're gonna follow the whole interview. But before she could be able to interview those people, the interview paper has to go through the psychologist to assess it, analyze it, if this question is gonna cause mm. trauma or to gonna right. so you see, so yeah, 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 they have to like approve it okay you can ask this you can ask this you cannot ask this psychology can be used it can be in, in, in anywhere yeah in, every in prisons in so schools, like like now in, in corporation in if, let's say for instance kfc want to roll out a new uh campaign they have to go through this oh yo how do you think people will re- uh, uh, react. Re- react to this what is the relationship between this campaign yeah. and the social responsibility of this uh consumer demography Com- yes consumer behavior and, and uh, brand loyalty and things like that. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they have to really assess it yeah. before they could be able to. That's what they do in America, yeah. and like, when they try and run tests, they'll do like they'll give people quizzes on like through Facebook or whatever, and they'll click the link and they'll do the they'll do the quiz, and then it will kind of give them the different type of personality types. You are, yeah, yeah. And then the they'll trick. create the advertisement according that, to that. Yes, yeah. yeah. They it's use kinda, they, yeah. It's so tricky. Yeah, they trick you. They trick yeah. you to do a lot of things, revealing so much information. That is why, like on Facebook, I never, never, never try those things. Mm. How to determine which personality? Yeah, because I know the trick. Um, I do it because I'm no, no, learning never. about it. I'm so interested in it right now. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't do that. Uh, okay. Do, well, do you like I said before? Do you see yourself getting into the AI? AI. Field? Yes, I'm already. You are already. Yeah, but but one thing about me is I don't normally or usually talk about things I want to do mm. or things I don't want to do. Right? I've learned big data. I've learned data science, which we use AI to structure information. Like, we've been using AI for, but it just depends. Like, do I want to go into robotic AI or I want to go into more of, like, visualization AI? I don't know so yet. I don't know yet. I have to decide that. And I mean, just, I, I was thinking about doing some research on AI. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, you can use it. Yeah. You can yeah. do, you know, uh-huh. it could be your yeah. thesis or yeah. something. Yeah, on 
something different also. Just yeah, gonna... a lot. Of, a lot. Of, there's a lot of predictions that like the most uh, industries or careers that will grow more in the future or, or what to study more in the future will be like engineering in terms of like IT. Yeah, yeah. Or something with humans. So we're actually both doing both yeah, doing, yeah. Those, those things. Yeah. Wow. All right, guys. Uh-huh. I know how it feels to talk. For- how many hours have we been on? Like now. So uh-huh. thank you all for listening <laughs> to this episode. Please hit the like and subscribe button and follow the Jade Marissa podcast. Cut from cut.